Hey y'all, it's Brandy Smith here, author, speaker, and teacher calling women back to biblical truth. I hope you're having a great day. I am here at our church in my ladies' Sunday school room, and I can hear my kids running in the hallway. They're done with their homeschool today. So it is a great day. We're getting things done uh, for the glory of God. So what was on my heart to talk to y'all about today is this. Do you seek God for your decisions? Do you seek God for your day-to-day plans and your decisions and your big overall plans, like where you're going to work and where you're going to live and who you're going to marry and who, if you're single, who's going to be your your boyfriend or girlfriend? Do you seek God and pray about these decisions? Do you pray about how you're going to spend your money or where you're going to live or if you should buy a certain house or live in a certain town or move to a certain state? Do you pray and seek God for these decisions? Now, I know a lot of people out there do, and then some people maybe don't or have not ever been taught that you can do that and that God even cares about the decisions that you're making. So one of my favorite Bible verses is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, with all your heart, and lean not unto your own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And I'm going off my memory there. Uh, It's really good to memorize scripture, but that's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. When you memorize scripture, God can bring it back up in your heart and in your mind in times of trouble, trials, and tribulations. And he can bring those verses back to your remembrance to either encourage you or to rebuke you or to help you or to give you hope or to give you peace. So if you're not a fan of scripture memorization, try it out and start with a small verse and then work your way up. And that's a great thing, a great tool to have in your toolkit if you're a Christian uh, for the Holy Spirit to, to work in your life. So, you know, Proverbs 3, it talks about trusting the Lord because guess what? If we're going to pray to God and ask him for direction and guidance in our plans, then of course we need to trust him because you wouldn't want to ask somebody for guidance on a decision you're making if you don't trust them and love them and know that they have good plans for you. Well, did you know that you can trust God? Did you know that God does have good plans for you? Did you know there's a verse in Jeremiah that talks about God does have plans for you. He does think good thoughts toward you. Jeremiah 29, 11. So you can, you can trust God and he is worthy to be trusted and he does have good plans for you. He actually knows the plans he has for you even before you were born. Uh, He foreordained the purposes and plans for you. So he created you to do good works for him. So we, why not ask God what about your plans and about your decisions because God already knows those plans he has for you. He is just like a loving heavenly father waiting on you to ask him. He's a gentleman. He's not going to push his will on you. He is standing at the door. He's standing at the door knocking, you know, and you have to let him in. He's not going to (laughs) just be mean and push his will onto you. He gives us that free will. He gives us a choice 
even in salvation. You know, it's salvation is a free gift that he offers, but guess what? You get to choose if you want to receive and take that gift of salvation or if you want to reject it. Okay, so he gives you the choice, not only in salvation, but he gives you the choice of, are you going to pray and ask him for guidance in your life's calling, in your life's direction? He's a good father. He has good plans for you. Now, they may not be easy. They may be hard. Of course, we're going to go through trials and tribulations. But let me read a verse to you in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Okay, he has thoughts of peace, not of evil. God does not have evil plans for you. Jeremiah ten twenty three says, O oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. We need God to direct our steps. We need God to show us which way to go. There's a verse that says, you'll hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And a lot of times God's Holy Spirit, which lives in you if you're a Christian, he will give you a peace that passes understanding And then if you're walking maybe not in the right way, you will not have that peace. So a lot of times when you're praying about a certain decision, God will give you a peace about it if it's the right decision. But if it's not the right decision, you may not be at peace with it. Um, I was talking to a friend and a principal of a school, and he said, Seek a peace, not a fleece. In the Bible, in the Old Testament, if you know the story of Gideon, he, he sought the Lord and he was laying a fleece out before the Lord. But we, in this dispensation that we live in, we get the privilege of having the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Not like um, Gideon in the Old Testament, but we, man, we are so blessed to be able to have the Holy Spirit living in us if you are saved, a born-again Christian. And that's how we can know that we can have peace about a decision or not. We have the Holy Spirit who is our counselor. He is our guide and he can tell us what to do and which way to go. So do you seek God for your decisions? Well, did you know that another reason we need to seek God for our decisions is because, you know, our body is not our own. (laughs) Our body belongs to the Lord. Our money belongs to the Lord. Our houses and things and possessions belong to the Lord. Your spouse belongs to the Lord. Your children belong to the Lord. And if you really think about that, I mean, there's a lot of trust that goes into that. But if you really think about that, that will give you actually more freedom and peace to know that everything you have and everything you are is the Lord's and it belongs to the Lord. So of course he has a plan for it. Now listen to this verse in 1 Corinthians six nineteen and 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So we are bought with a price, with the precious blood of Jesus. It says that our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost who lives in us. We're not even our own. And we were bought with this price. So it says, therefore, glorify God. So we, we have this body. 
God has given you breath in your lungs today. You are awake today because God is not finished with you yet. God is not through with you yet. God still has a plan for your life because you're, he woke you up today. There's a reason that you are on this earth today. And our body is not our own. Our body belongs to the Lord. Um, we are gods. We are gods. You know, he owns us. And so we can be, we can choose to be his bond servant. And God loves you so much. And he, you know, we can glorify God in our bodies, but it's our choice. He gives us that free choice, that free will. So we can choose to be selfish and sinful and live our own way. And have you ever done that before? Have you ever known deep down in your heart that God did not want you to do a certain thing, but you did it anyways, and then you just felt miserable and you just did not like that feeling you had because you knew deep in your heart that you had disobeyed God. I mean, we're not going to live perfect lives. We're going to mess up sometimes. And that's why the Bible says that if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to purify us. Okay, First John 1, 9. So God knows that we are going to mess up from time to time. We're going to yell at our kids sometimes. We're going to lose our temper sometimes. But we don't need to actively seek to go and do evil or to go and sin. Now, when I say mess up, I truly mean mess up. I don't mean that every day for weeks and months and years you're living in sin. If that's the case, you need to check up on your salvation and see if you're really in the faith. Because if you're a true child of God, God will not allow you to live in sin for very long until he disciplines you. And he will draw you to repent. And God will discipline you to say, hey, hey, you're my child. Wake up and quit sinning and get right and get away from that sin and repent and get back to me. And that's how you know you're a child of God, is if God disciplines you when you are living in sin perpetual sin. So don't be discouraged if God is disciplining you right now, because that's actually a good sign. It means that you're a Christian, means that you're, that you're saved. So think about it. Maybe you're, maybe you're not living in sin, but maybe you also haven't prayed and asked God for guidance in your life. Maybe you're just, maybe you just kind of forgot that your body is God's and you kind of thought that you you are in control of your own life and that you get to make your decisions of what you do and where you go and how you spend your money. So maybe you're kind of just sitting there like, oh man, you know, I forgot that my life is not my own. I forgot that God really does own me and God really, God really is in charge. So if that's you, just seek the Lord Get alone with God. If you're driving in your car right now, you know, you don't have to close your eyes and pray. Definitely, please don't close your eyes if you're driving, listening to this podcast right now. But you can pray with your eyes open. You can pray wherever you're at. Or you can get alone in your house and shut the door and get on your knees and close your eyes and and cry out to God and ask Him to forgive you of of your sins and ask Him to lead and guide your decisions. Um, There's a lot of things going on in the world right now. You know, have you prayed and asked God if you, if you need to 
take the vaccine or not? Have you prayed and asked God if you need to state your job or quit your job or work at a different job? Have you prayed and asked God if you need to go to a certain place? Have you prayed and asked God to get rid of this awful virus? You know, have you prayed and asked God to keep your family and and friends safe and healthy? Have you prayed and asked God about, I mean, there's a lot of things going on in the world now that we desperately need to ask God for wisdom, and we desperately need to ask for God to give us direction in this day and age. So if you have any questions about anything that I shared, I would love to hear your thoughts, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. I pray that this encouraged you to know that you have a God who loves you and who created you for a purpose. He has given us his word to give us that direction. You don't just have to pray. God has given us the the Holy Bible to lead us and to guide us. And a good place to start is in the book of John in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then today I read some out of 1 Corinthians 6 and Jeremiah 10 and Jeremiah 29. But Proverbs is a good one to read, a chapter every day. Like today, if today is the 17th, you could read Proverbs 17 and just read one chapter of Proverbs a day. If you're sad and discouraged, then the book of Psalms, which is in the middle of your Bible, is a really good um, book to start with. And Psalms starts with a P. If you've never read the Bible before, (laughs) it's P-S-A-L-M-S, so... Anyways, that's just for the beginners out there who have never even cracked open a Bible before. Psalms is in the middle, and it starts with a P, and it's really good if you're sad and kind of down and need some encouragement to read the book of Psalms. So let me know what your favorite book of the Bible is, and I pray y'all have a marvelous day. God bless. Bye.